Welcome to the City Hill Podcast. We really hope you enjoy today's message. And if you'd like to find out more about City Hill, please visit our website, cityhill.london. Okay, we're recording, we're live. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Happy Sunday. How are you all feeling? Beautiful, that's a good adjective, love that for you. Anybody else feeling gorgeous, excited, peaceful, loving? Any other adjectives? You're feeling loving. Yeah. yeah. I'm feeling your gold shoes, Trina, to be honest. Yeah, you're, st- you're stepping, you're stepping. Okay, so we are looking at Matthew chapter 5. And um, today I'm going to need you all to have your Bibles open. So... Grab your phones or your memory if you're that kind of person and you just know the scripture off head. Love that for you too. Uh, we're going to be looking at the Beatitudes. Um, and Andre gave us a great foundation last week, you know, going through all of them and um, splitting them up into three. We're going to read them and think about... The word equations that are going on. Was anybody good at maths at school? Anybody like maths? Love? Yes. Come on, mathematicians in the house. Okay. (laughs) The people that are just, you know, number deficient is okay. Jesus still loves you. (laughs) Jesus still loves you. It's all right. Um, But yeah, so we have some word equations going on in these Beatitudes, which are basically telling us, that this plus this equals to that, right? And so we're going to start from verse 3. So we're in Matthew chapter 5, verse 3. I am reading from ESV. Um, feel free to read whatever translation is on your heart today. Uh, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when others revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven, for so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Okay, so quick algebra, right? So in an algebraic equation, if you have the same thing, it's, it's replaced with a letter, right? So if we were looking at this sentence as an equation, each, single, each one, there's a repetitive word. We're going to call it X. What is X in the verse? Blessed, right? Okay, cool. So what does that mean? What does it mean to be blessed? If all of these equations are saying that you are blessed if this happens and this is the outcome what does blessing mean what do we think it is what does it mean to be blessed Um, taken care of okay cool we say all the time it's a very christian word like i'm blessed god is blessing me i bless others 
what does it mean to be blessed? And do we want to be blessed? Because this is what this is what the whole equation is about, right? It's about being blessed. Being looked upon favorably. Being looked upon favorably, like that, yeah. So it's a good thing, right? To be blessed. Is it something that we are trying to be in life? Do we want to be blessed? Yes? All the time. All the time. Okay, well, here are your mathematical equations to get there. (laughs) To be blessed. Uh, And what I love about this as well is, like, anyone who has done a presentation or an essay or a speech or a talk, right, you do your introduction and then you build throughout and then you do your conclusion at the end, right? This Sermon on the Mount, this Beatitudes, is the introduction to the whole sermon. This is the overview of everything Jesus is going to talk about in the next three scriptures, I believe, up to five, six, and seven. So it's the overview of everything. We want to be blessed by God. These are the ways we get blessed. So the first one is, blessed are the poor in spirit. Do we know what that means? And it's okay if you don't. It's not a quiz. I'm just asking. What does it mean to be poor in spirit, anyone? If you don't know, just just look at me confused and I will take that as a response. Okay. Um, it means like you always... When you feel like you're poor in spirit, you always want to um, seek God because you're like, I don't have anything. Mm-hmm. It's like a constant, like blessed if you feel like you're poor in spirit because then you're always going to be, you know, like reaching out. Right. Yeah. So to be poor in spirit is an acknowledgement that you have nothing without God, right? So it is, um, like, knowing that without him, there's nothing else. So you are impoverished without God. And when you know that for yourself, then yours is the kingdom of heaven because you're coming to God saying, I need you because I am poor in spirit. I need your presence, I need your infilling, I need your love because I recognise that without you I am nothing. And then what do you get? The whole kingdom. So you who have nothing at all, when you recognise you have nothing and you show God, I have nothing, he gives you access to everything, the whole kingdom. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Another thing about when you do an equation or like a speech you build on what goes before. There's a reason why you do things in order, right? So Jesus has started his message where everybody can get on the ladder. He said, the first way is just to know that you have nothing. They said, amen, I have nothing. Yeah, this is, he's, he's meeting you right where you are. Acknowledge you have nothing. And then I give you everything. He then says, blessed are they who mourn for they shall be comforted. Often when we realise that we don't have anything, not only do we not have anything, we're sinful, we don't have no righteousness of our own, that can make us very sorrowful. Um, And sometimes, for me, I know, when I first became a Christian, it was very much like, woe is me, woe is me, I'm so sinful, I'm so horrible, I'm, I'm filthy, and like you're just in this place of mourning. Yes, darling. That's it. Just call my name. Okay. Um, And so that sorrowfulness, that that feeling of like, oh my gosh, like I have nothing to give God, like nothing in me is worth anything. He's saying, 
you recognize where you are. You have this feeling about what that means for you. He says, I will comfort you. And who is the comforter? Who is the comforter? Hallelujah. Okay, cool. So you shall be comforted. (laughs) Get the spirit, you're going to get comforted. And then the next one is, blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. And I was struggling with this one because I was like, why is the earth getting inherited when the rest of the scripture is all about the kingdom, the kingdom, the kingdom, the kingdom? I was looking at meekness as well. And in this verse, it's saying those that are meek recognize that they have no power of themselves and they are relying on the power of God. They are humbling themselves before God and surrendering to his will, his power, his direction. And that's how you acquire the things you need on earth, right? Later on, if you read the whole sermon, it says, seek you first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. God says, I know what you need. And if you who are evil can give good gifts to your children, what about me? I will give you good gifts. That happens on the earth, right? So, He's building on the levels we're at. This acknowledgement that we have nothing, that we need him, and that he, if we humble ourselves, that he will give us what we need on the earth. And then those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, they shall be satisfied. So once we know that we're empty, right? Once we know that we're poor in spirit, that we have nothing, that we need God, then there comes this appetite for, I need more of him. I want more of him. I want to be filled with him. And then we're satisfied. So we have this first section of like how we feel as people um, coming into God's presence and like what we need from him and what attitudes we're going to have. And when we've done all that, right, when we have surrendered ourselves, acknowledged our place, fasting and hungering for more of God, then we become merciful. Then we become pure in heart. Then we become peacemakers. And there's like this, this deep intimacy because we receive mercy, we see God, and we're called sons of God. This is all about like relationship with him. And then we get to the next part, which is about consequences of walking on the earth with Jesus, um, the persecution that comes, right? And he's saying, expect it, and you are still blessed. And I think that that's an important point as well, because if we are living by world standards, when things go wrong, that means you're wrong and life is wrong, you're doing something wrong. And Jesus says, no, you're still blessed. When they're persecuting you, when they're saying all manner of evil against you, you're still blessed. Don't ever think that something is wrong. If you've done all of these things from the beginning, the blessing is still upon you. Um, and it's not just you. He said, they did it to all the prophets before you. You're not special. You're not special. This is the system. This is the pattern of behavior. This is how you will be received once you become my disciples. And so we're going to be um, praying today. And what I wanted everyone to do is to go back through the Beatitudes, oh, Spirit of God, um, and read them and think about which one really stands out to you. Obviously, we know that they are all significant, right? But I find that when we, when we read scripture, like there's always something that's just like, like, a, like a signal, like flashing at us um, for whatever reason. And it could be because you're like, 
this is interesting. I want to know more about this. It's sticking out to me, but I don't, I'm not sure why. It could be because you're like, I don't like this verse. That's usually the ones that stick out to me. I don't like what this verse is saying. I don't like what that means for me as a human. That's definitely why I need to press in. Um, because I am, my, my flesh is really raising up against the word of God in this, in this section. Um, or it could be because there's something in there that you know that you want to get more of. So it could be that you're like, this hungering and thirsting for righteousness, I know it in my head, but I don't feel it. How do I get there? How do I get a deeper appetite for the things of God? So I want you to take the next five minutes um, and if you've got a fancy little bible app you can probably highlight by clicking on the verse that you want Um, but just read it again see which one is sticking out to you and then once you know that we're gonna spend some time praying for ourselves and then each other Um, so go back and read it okay and just see what stands out for you I'm glad that you all have um, found a verse that is that is speaking to you. Um, I'm gonna share mine so that you can pray for me because we're gonna pray for each other. Okay, um, mine is blessed are the meek for they shall inherit the earth because I have a tendency to want to control my life. Right, I have a tendency to want to be like, if I do this, then this should happen and this should be the outcome. And that is a very, like, just, it's a worldly mentality. But, and I've been trying more to, like, depend on God and really surrender to his will and not worry. Like, later on in the sermon, it says, why are you anxious for things? Like, I know you have need of things. Like, why are you worried about what you're going to eat and what you're going to wear and stuff? And so it's, like, coming back to this, if I can find this meekness and this ability to fully depend on God and his strength and his power and his provision then all the things I need on the earth I'm going to get and I don't have to live in anxiety and worry about those things. So that's my verse. Um, Y'all have found your verses, which is great, and spoken about them, which is also great. So for the next 10 minutes, I want you to pray for yourself, like for the verse that you have focused on, but also whatever the other person told you, pray for them as well. And ask God to really reveal to us how do we get to these places how what do we need to do to hunger and thirst for righteousness like what changes need to be made for us to acknowledge we are poor in spirit how do we become the peacemakers we want to be where our heart is impure how can we get a pure heart like so now that we know um what we're striving for we're really going to ask God to reveal to us how we can live that out um and then we're going to close so you can start praying as you feel led
praying you can continue to pray i'm just gonna pray to close um father lord god we thank you for this sermon on the mount we thank you lord for what you have revealed to us today for the ways you want us to operate on the earth for the attitudes you want us to have the behaviors the perceptions the thinking lord god we know that there are many areas in our life that we are not operating in the fullness of these scriptures but we pray that even as we have acknowledged where we are and where you want us to move um towards that your holy spirit will give us opportunities this week to hunger and thirst for you give us opportunities to be merciful to be peacemakers oh god help us to to find ways to um remember our position and to humble ourselves before you and to rely and depend on your spirit lord god where we are sorrowful we pray for your comfort we pray lord god that you would help us that as we respond to persecution as we respond to those that would say all manner of evil that we won't come with conflict that we won't come with revenge but truly we will operate in mercy and in peace lord god knowing that your word says that we should rejoice and be glad for great is our reward in heaven help us to focus on your kingdom help us not to be swept up in how the world operates but to really reset our internal um, processes that they will be in aligned with you lord god we ask that you will continue to to open your word to us as we meditate on these verses as we continue to think on them and ponder on them we pray that we will find something fresh and new um and practical to do and that we will see your hand in our lives and over um, the things that we are setting out to do this week we pray that you will cover us and keep us and continue to bless us in jesus name amen we really hope you enjoyed today's message and if you'd like to find out more about city hill please visit our website cityhill.london we are the light. We are the light. We are the light.